This is my tribe. 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 tribe. What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. What's up? How are we doing tonight? I said, how are we doing tonight? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all see my new sweatshirt? Love God, love people. See the emblem right there? Try. Yeah, you know, I'm flexing up a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? These are going to be our new merchandise. They're going to be on sale next week. Yeah. Yeah, we're we doing it big. We're doing it big. How much? I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. Just bring your credit card and we'll just swipe. We'll just swipe, all right? All right, I got, I got a question. Who has an, the earliest memory of our childhood? So let's start at three years old. Does anyone have a memory from three years old? Okay, let's, okay, let's say two years old. A memory from two years old? Maybe, we don't, we're not sure. I'm going to say one year. Michael, you have a memory from two years old? Are you, is it a real memory? You have a memory? Okay, let me, let me just hear a little bit of that memory. Oh, so it's like a traumatic memory. Yeah. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not a good memory. That is not a good memory. So what I'm guessing is a lot of us can't remember some of the big, big things in our lives. So one of the big things in our lives is our first step. It's one of these huge things that happens in our lives that our moms and dads probably can remember the exact date, the exact time when you were, I don't know, like Leighton, seven years old, learning to walk. <laughs> no, for, for y'all that don't know, it's like I would say about eight, to one, eight months to one-year-olds that walk. I'm not really that sure. I'm not a parent, so never ha- had that memory in my head. But it's one of our biggest milestones, and we cannot remember it. But our parents do. Our parents probably put it on Facebook. They probably told all the grandparents when you first walked. And it was something super, super exciting. And they probably uh, cheered and clapped when it was happening. And they they might even cried for you. So when we're younger, first steps are a big deal. Back then, when we were little, everything we did was probably super easy. We cried. We used the bathroom, and our parents fed us, and they did everything for us. But as we get older, small things don't get celebrated. Only the big things get celebrated, like you made varsity, or if you're on the dance team, you placed. I saw uh, the Marion High School dance team, the Marion Junior High, I saw Heron Junior High, Heron, I think high school was there as well. I got to see all these awesome dance teams on Saturday, and they all performed, and they did extremely well. Ethan was there. He did not dance. I was upset about it. Oh, hi, Ethan. But as well, there's huge things. Maybe we get a big play, a big role in the play, or 
Maybe you won a competition, or at least you placed, and that's something huge that your parents will post on Facebook about, and they'll get extremely excited. But maybe that's how it should be. Maybe only the big things should get celebrated, because how weird would it be if your mom took a video of you brushing your teeth and was like, Woo! Good job, Michael! Finally brushed his teeth! Woo! Learned how to do it the first time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Just Michael. Or maybe your grandparents are picking you up from school and they give you a present. And they're like, hey, good job. You didn't cry this week. Good job. No crying in school. Yeah. Or maybe your dad or your stepdad is cheering you on outside the bathroom door. Hey, you can do it. You can use the bathroom all by yourself. That would be weird, right? But let's try to do just that. Let's celebrate some of these things that you may or may not accomplish. When we begin, I want you to cheer as loud as you can, okay? So let's do a little, let's do a little practice here, okay? I'm going to say one, two, three, go, and then you cheer as loud as you can, okay? One, two, three. Okay, okay, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. All right, so I'm going to name some things, and then once I name them, I want you to cheer as loud as you can, okay? It's going to be a bunch of random different things. So, I just ran a marathon. We got to cheer loud, we got to cheer loud. Okay, let's do that one more time. I just ran a marathon. Yeah! I dressed myself this morning. Yeah! I won the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I remember to put my car in park. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I did at least two of those things today. I'm not going to tell you which two. I actually ran all the way here, you know. I didn't, I, no, I, I just got dressed and put my car in park, you know, those two simple things. But the problem is that the small steps that should be celebrated in our lives aren't. Like in our faith walk. We first decided to follow Jesus, and most of us were baptized, and the whole church celebrated with us. And baptism is such a pivotal point in our lives. I can remember the day I got baptized, and I can truly say it's one of the best days of my life, because on that day, my whole life changed. I got to commit in front of tons of people that I'm going to follow Jesus, that he is my Savior. And if you haven't done that, I would love to talk to you about baptism. If you're like, hey, I would be super, super interested in getting baptized, Come talk to me, come talk to TiVo, and we'll help you with your next steps into getting baptized. So the last time I read my Bible, no one was giving me a high five. No one was there cheering me on. And these steps of faith can seem really small. So the same is probably true for you. So that brings up the question, what do you think God celebrates? What, what do we think God celebrates? Going on a mission trip, selling your stuff and giving it to the poor, teaching others about Jesus. Yes, God celebrates those things because they're good and they glorify him. But God cares about you turning off your phone for two minutes and praying to him or reading your Bible. And that's why tonight I want to talk to you uh, from the account of, from the Gospel of Luke where Jesus finds one of his disciples named Matthew but also known as Levi. So Jesus had just got done performing some awesome miracles. He's healing people, um, and he's just doing all these things in Luke. And uh, he saw Levi, and he asked him to do something. And so here's what happened. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi 
sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. So we're going to stop right there. This may not seem like a huge encounter to you, but it was bigger than you guys might understand. So Levi, who was a tax collector, Jesus talked to him. And so back then, tax tax collectors were one of the worst criminals out there. So obviously, they collected taxes. But what they do is they would set out, like if the tax was 40, we'll say $40. So if it was $40, they would set it, hey, your tax is $80. So they would make a return from your money. And so they'd give 40 to the government, and they'd keep 40. And the Roman government knew about it, and they did not care. And so when you were seen talking to one of these people, people got mad because they were very flashy. They had, you know, the rings. They probably had the gold chains, you know. They might, I don't know if they had a grill. Like, I don't know how they looked back then, but they looked good. You know, they were flashy. They'd be pulling up, like, in the BMW or... I don't know, maybe the best chariot, you know, maybe it had some spinners on that thing. But, and then we see Jesus here talking to Levi and asking Levi to follow him. And this is the kind of controversy that everyone would be talking about. You know, like your whole school would be talking about, like two people in two different cliques are talking to each other. And you're like, hey, what's going on? They seem really friendly. Uh, they're being super nice to each other. What's happening? Like, this is a huge deal. And if you were like me growing up, You might have thought the disciples were a bunch of these saints with, like, halos going around their heads. But in reality, they weren't even good citizens. They weren't top of their class. They weren't overachievers. And they weren't even religious people. But Jesus saw these kinds of people and chose them to become his disciples. He chose Levi and extended the invitation to him. And what's beautiful about this is Jesus did say, hey, Levi, I want to be associated with you. Levi, I don't care about all the things you've done. I want you to be with me. Levi, I just want to hang out with you. And what Jesus didn't say was, hey, Levi, get all that religious stuff figured out before you come talk to me. Hey, Levi, pay back all that money you stole. He didn't say, hey, Levi, take six months, get your life together, and then come find me. Then we can hang out. Then we can talk. He simply asked Levi to follow him. Right then, right there. And his response, what did Levi do? Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Levi left everything and followed Jesus. He didn't know what was going to happen next. He literally left money on the table. He didn't know if the next step he took was going to be this huge step, but he took that first small step. Because chasing Jesus starts with a step. Just because Levi took a small step doesn't mean it was an easy one. Levi had no idea what he was stepping into. He took a step of faith because he trusted Jesus. After that step, there's a party thrown at Levi's house, and Jesus was in the middle of it celebrating with tax collectors and sinners. Levi got to be a part of something he could never imagine. Why is that? Because every small step towards Jesus counts. I don't know where you are today if you are super close with Jesus, if you feel like you're not even close, you're like, I don't even know who this Jesus guy is, or maybe you're just unsure where you are. You're not, you don't really know where you are in the walk of faith, but here's what I know. Just by taking one single step, your relationship with Jesus can be closer. 
It starts with a small step. Because even the smallest of steps bring you closer to Jesus. Because that's what God cares about, you having that relationship with him. So what could your small step look like? Your small step could be reading one verse a day, just one. Your small step could be joining a tribe group, you know, hanging out with people you don't know. Your small step could be being kind to someone who isn't kind to you. Your small step could be opening up to someone, sharing some of your heart, loving on a person. Your small step could be as simple as being nice to your mom and dad, showing respect to them. Your small step could be going to a church at least once a month. These small steps don't have to look like other people's small steps. They just have to look like your small step. So you guys might be wondering, hey, we have a whiteboard here. Are you going to use it? Yes, I'm going to use it. I'm actually going to use it right now. So I'm going to bring it up here. So let me. So can we read that? What's this say? Small steps, big God, yes. Okay, so these are some small steps that we might be taking right now. So let's go up. Serve in Little City, all right? Uh, Raise your hand if you serve in Little City or Big City. Yeah, a bunch of you you already do do that, and that is awesome. Hey, hey, we're not looking at this yet. This is my interactive, not yours, okay? So that's what we're doing. You might, some of you might already do Little City. You're like, hey, I love hanging out with kids. I, yeah, sure. Um, so you're like, hey, I love hanging out with little kids. Little kids are my passion. Some of you are like, I don't know. I don't know if I like little kids. And some of you are like, hey, I do not like little kids. They smell bad sometimes. They're snotty. They're always moving. They do, like completely take me out of my day, and they, I just need to nap after them. But what God can do through that is, boom. You can be adopting kids from overseas. You don't know what God can do in your heart. But guess what? It has to start with that first little step. So let's do the next one. Start reading your Bible every day. Some of you, I'd say, maybe read a verse a day. Some of you may read a chapter a day. Some of you might not read it at all. But that's why we got to take these small steps. Because these small steps, God can turn into this. Preaching to 10,000 people. Sharing your heart, what God has done through you to 10,000 people. You guys might think, hey, I, I don't even, like, I don't even know where 10,000 people live. I'm going to tell you right now, there's over 10,000 people living in Marion. Easy. I think there's almost 30,000 or maybe more. So just think, if you had a size of one-third of Marion in one place and speaking to them, speaking about the gospel, changing people's lives by starting with one small step. So here's our next one. Helping feed the homeless. Did it, were any of you here when we went down to Nashville to the bridge, help feed the homeless? Maybe some of you the leaders were here. So basically what that is, is you go down to the bridge, and it's this huge bridge that homeless people are staying under. And you go and you give them food for the week. And, and one of them's a hot meal, and the other ones are just groceries. Like, hey, they need help, and they're here. And so I remember uh, going, do that when I was in my internship here, and I loved it. And it was super, super, super fun. But God can completely change your heart into what he can do with it. And that could be starting a nonprofit. And so starting a nonprofit, you can do things like uh, helping homeless children, helping uh, feed the homeless, and doing just those little things to completely change the hearts of 
uh, kids, completely change the hearts of adults. I know it says not-for-profit. That's my bad. That's my bad. I was writing quick. I did this before service, so I'm sorry about that. So here we go. Here we go. Boom. Non-for-profit. <laughs> here we go. Starts for profit. Now you're making money. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'll, make, I'll just completely turn it so y'all don't look. Oh, gosh, we about to got the microphone. Boom. All right, now, now there's just numbers. You, I don't even know what those dates meant, so I wasn't in that meeting. So, but yeah. But these small steps are a big deal because they ultimately affect your future. Every spiritual step, God celebrates. Every single step, God is up there praising. Yes, thank you so much for taking that small step towards me. So, will it be easy? Probably not. But like Levi, taking a step towards Jesus means taking a step away from something else. So it could be a step away from a habit. Maybe a step away from a relationship. Or maybe someone who's a bad influence on you. Or maybe it's just your comfort zone. Taking steps don't have to be huge, guys. Like I've said, these got to be small steps. And maybe you're just taking a small step every single day. But steps towards Jesus don't have to be extreme or dramatic. Even the small steps Jesus celebrates because they're steps towards him. They're steps to a fulfilled and abundant life. And as you take one step towards Jesus, it'll give you more confidence to take another step. Before you know it, your whole life has changed and you're living for a great, great, great God. So band, y'all can come back up. The steps you take towards Jesus now are just as important as those baby steps that you took when you were little. You might not even remember them, but you'll remember these faith steps. The steps towards Jesus are ultimately going to change your life. You won't hear cheers and applause, but your heavenly Father is cheering you the whole way up in heaven. Chasing Jesus starts with a step. Levi had no idea what, sorry, Levi had no idea what his small step would take him. His small step made such an impact that we're still talking about him today. He didn't know what a step towards Jesus could do for him, and neither do you, but God knows. God knows what he can do through you. If you trust him and chase him, he could do so much more than you could ever imagine. I know for me, I, two years looking back, I, I wouldn't even know, even think that I would be up here or in pursuit of becoming a pastor. And uh, just to tell you a little bit about my heart, one day I want to become a lead pastor of a church. So I'm doing this every Sunday where I get to preach. And that's where my heart is. I love talking about Jesus. I love teaching things that people might not know about the Bible. I love sharing my heart with others. So my small steps led me here because I promise you guys, I was probably a lot like you guys. I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't talking about Jesus to my friends. I let a lot of my friends influence me, especially back in high school. I was a completely different person. Guys, we have Jesus who lived perfectly died sacrificially, and raised victoriously for our sins, for my sins. So we could live, so he, sorry, so we could live with him in heaven. So we could chase being like Jesus on this earth. He loved us so much 
that he gave us, Jesus. Let us pray. Father, I thank you so much for the reminding of small steps because without small steps, none of us would be where we're at. Father, I thank you that small steps are largely going to completely change our lives. Father, I pray that we have the faith to take those small steps, the, the small steps that you can use to paint a beautiful picture in our lives. Father, I, I love you so very much. I thank you what you have done in my life. I thank you what you were doing in Tribe Night. I thank you for what you're doing in these students' lives. I see you just completely change some of these students. And I know if they would tell their story, they could say, hey, I know it wasn't me, but it was you, God. It was you changing my life. It was you changing my heart. It was you changing my soul. So I pray as they think about upon this day, they go, hey, I started with that small step. I started with that small step of reading one verse a day, and now I'm reading a chapter a day. Hey, God, I started with that small step of talking to my friend about Jesus, and now I'm preaching a sermon. God, I pray that when we think of things like little city and big city, not only do we think that it's a fun time with little kids, but we'd say, hey, it's a time to serve you, Lord. It's a time to make a small step in the right direction. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for sending Jesus. We love you so very much. Amen.